Hey, Julie. Hi, Julie. Welcome back to Hey, Julie, a podcast about Big Brother and other stuff. Danielle, how are you? I'm on top of the world. That's great. That's great. <laughs> I'm somewhere near the bottom. I also the bottom of the flat earth. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I. I also. I just feel good that just the two of us. Like we've welcomed I a bunch of people. Too. We've had visitors. Like you know when you like have people staying with you and it's like mm-hmm. get the fuck out. Well, it's the same. They say the same thing about house guests as they do with fish. After three nights, throw it away. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. So much love to Kevin. Jacobs. Much love. Oh yes. We loved those episodes. We had a great time, but I was even thinking, I was like, Oh, thank God. We're just meeting on Google Hangouts the way we normally do. Not the other fancy software Brett made me do for the other interviews. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was fancy, so complicated. So complicated. You had to click on a link and everything. Yeah. A, but a new link. I like <laughs> yeah, the old link. One. <laughs> different one. Great, great pod so far. Danielle, we got, uh, did we have the boring week that Daniel promised? So it was actually pretty boring, but I thought his, I thought the episodes were fairly fun. And I thought he, I know we're going to just jump again. I thought he gave a great going away speech, which just is an underrated thing. We just don't get these type of speeches anymore. So I was very happy to see it. He is a salty 35-year-old man, much like myself now. <laughs> so we relate. <laughs> I I really I mean I don't relate to him being like a jerk to everyone. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I liked, I don't know, I just appreciated the fact that like above all things, he did give us some good TV moments. And look, I'm not sour on this season yet. I think we could still have a lot of fun. But once you reach a certain age and you understand entertainment the way Brett and I do, you realize you actually do need a villain. And Terrence. (laughs) And Terrence. I want to call that out a little bit later in the episode. You actually want the people you think you hate, you don't want them to go home yet, actually. You want them to be in the house just a little bit longer. I didn't need Daniel to stay until final five, but maybe a week or so where he's around talking about how shitty the show is going to be calling people out like that's the problem daniel i think was one of the few people who didn't mind face-to-face conflict and confrontation i should <laughs> really say not. yeah which is really a good thing in a show like big brother and i think many people in the house recognized maybe not that specific entertainment third person element of it but recognized like we really need to get rid of Daniel this week. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's kind of coming for everybody, but everybody knows. And it was he's just not, he's not going to really go far in the game. Monty is like sit, literally sitting on a platter right now. He's nominated. Yeah, it was certainly going through Michael's mind all week. It was certainly going through everyone in the house, other than Monty. It was like it's interesting. Could be. Could Monty's be. Monty's very yeah. likable. Very good at everything. And they are like the leftovers. I know we're all we love the the genesis of this group. We love what they stood for, stand for. But, you know, they're going to have to tear each other apart eventually. So why not take that for a shot? I guess makes sense. There's still like Indy, Alyssa, Jasmine, Terrence. There's still a lot of people to get out before you do that, I guess. (laughs) Well, Pooch is pooched. (laughs) But actually, Pooch is coming back. That's the new twist. Yeah. That is oh, every week a new pooch enters the household. <laughs> but did, did you? How did you feel about Michael? We kind of talked a little bit about this with Kevin at the at the very end of last week's pod. But like he was kind of between a rock and a hard place. Like it's too early to make the move against Monty. But right. also, if you don't make the move against Monty, people still consider you a giant threat anyways. And the kind of target has moved on to Michael no matter what he did this week. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, is it actually, should he actually have just gotten Monty out anyways? Because I, I understand he, the desire to like have a very clean, easy week where everyone just votes out the one guy who everybody wants right. out. But it feels like the target moved on to his back anyway even if even though he did the really easy thing i think michael played fine honestly yeah. i don't think 
I don't think he's in danger <laughs> watching us backdoor next yeah, week. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I think this cast is really at a baseline, very bad. And he's head and shoulders above them all in terms of gay, in terms of strategy, social, and comps. So I'm really not worried about Michael. I think he's going to be fine. Even though Daniel tried his best as his way out the door to say, like, this guy is the one you should be worried about, actually. Also, here's the thing. Everyone's talking about how you should have gotten Monty out. I actually think Monty and Joseph are literally the same. Like, get them both out. Why Monty over Joseph? Joseph's also... People don't recognize throwing that Joseph comps. is, yeah. Yeah, he's so obviously throwing comps. He's a huge social threat. Everyone loves him. He's got, like, all these jury votes in the bag. Um, and then strategically, he's pretty good. Like, he was also very instrumental in putting together the leftovers. So I would say he's even more of a threat than Monty. So why is Monty the big target? Daniel even put together that Joseph was in the left. Like jo- Daniel's the first person who figured out that jo- that the leftovers was a thing. Pinned sent that Joseph was definitely part of it. And then in that group with Jasmine and and Terrence was like, "Hey, Joseph, want to join our group to fight the leftovers?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jasmine and Terrence hadn't quite figured it out, but they were like, "You better not be with them." And it's like, "Okay, yeah, sure." He's he's playing great. He's boring. That's my problem with Monty and Joseph, where where I really wanted them to leave and I wanted Daniel to stay. Is I was just like, they're both perfectly nice, likable, good play, decent players, but they're boring. I just need I need a little salty Elvis impersonator in my life, you know. Oh, you're gonna have to you have to search the outside world for that. Well, I'm actually very excited because I think you can rent Elvis on uh, online. Are now. you seeing Elvis this week? I am dying to see Elvis. People don't seem to realize that I am a huge Boz Lerman fan. It's been on this I'm pod. a Lermanista, and I just need to see every single one of his films. But I couldn't see it in theater, so now I got to see it on streaming. Should we go to ba- Baz's Baby's Corner right now? <laughs> yeah, Baz's Baby's Corner. I didn't talk about the, the Baz experience in my life. Yes, last week we had a guest I know. on. I was like too... I, the, the show is too jam-packed for me to, to fill it in. Let's I go. Saw, I want to hear it. Okay, sorry. Pause for people who care about Big Brother. Skip ahead. Why would you? <laughs> I saw the Moulin Rouge theatrical adaptation last week. Yeah. I won't call it a flop. I also won't <laughs> call it like a hit. the best thing in the world. <laughs> it, you know what? It is a hit in that... Okay, listen. Okay. Audience, I fucking love Moulin Rouge, the movie. Yes, we, one thing Brett and I agree on is we love Moulin Rouge. We agree on many things. I know, but we're this about is to a agree very on Elvis. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> that movie is perfect. And I understand needing to change a couple things, update, maybe throwing a new song or two. But that movie has like 13 songs in it, and they added 50. They added yeah. 50 songs from like 2004 and beyond. And sometimes it's good. There are a couple songs and new songs in there from the most recent decade where you're like, wow, they made this work. Yeah. And there are a lot where you're like, am I on the worst fucking bachelorette booze cruise in the world? Am I stuck on a boat with like a bunch of people wearing penis sashes like in Nashville somewhere? It's tricky because I don't really like jukebox musicals. No. And yet I love Moulin Rouge, which was sort of the original jukebox musical. (laughs) So, so it fit for Moulin Rouge. It made sense. It worked. It did and it didn't though. Cause like, the conceit of that movie, granted, there are many songs sung by people who aren't Ewan McGregor, but like the conceit of that movie is this young man comes to town and he can sing, he can sing and write songs so beautifully. And the way that they can, they tell the audience that is that he sings in the best love songs of the 20th century, even though the, yeah. the, the, the movie takes place in like 1901 or whatever. He's right. That conveys how good his songs are. And it's like when there's like 500 songs in the show now and every fucking character (laughs) is like singing a Lady Gaga song and you're like, or like Katy Perry, like, okay, spoilers for Moulin Rouge. (laughs) 
the the song "One Day I'll Fly Away," which is like, hey, not not the not the strongest point in the movie Moulin Rouge. They replaced that moment in the movie with Katy Perry's firework, and you're like, it's a time. It's like your first introspective moment with Satine, like wanting to understand why she doesn't want to be a prostitute anymore. <laughs> And how she has dreams for love, dreams for success, <laughs> dreams to get out of the yeah. Moulin Rouge. <laughs> and then she sings like a, like a fucking Katy Perry song from a Doritos commercial. And yeah. it's like, this is taking me out of the moment. Yeah, that's fair. I So I have to, I have to issue, you know, a sort of warning about my review, which is that I saw this show on Broadway my for my bachelor for my bachelorette so you were right on the money <laughs> because <laughs> instead of having a bachelor party me my sister-in-law and my best friend went and saw this we got drunk on champagne and i mean so drunk i got so lit that night so i remember enjoying myself but i really don't remember a lot of the details so firework you're bringing it back to me now but I thought it was good. And Listen, then it transported other, me. Yeah, there's other moments where they add new songs in and stuff, and you're like, this works so fucking hard right now. This is so good. There was a song in the middle of Act 2 that got a standing ovation for like a minute. <laughs> after. Like, I've never seen... You see a standing ovation at the end of every play. You like, see unless it all it's the dog time. shit. Everyone yeah. gives a standing ovation. No, even out. when it's dog shit. Even when it's not because because everyone sees two plays a year, one play a year, 0. Yeah. 0.75 plays a year. So it was like, oh my god, it's so no, true. You got If you guys haven't seen Stephen Sondheim's take on the standing ovation, oh. you got to look it up. You want me to give you a little he, nutshell version? He hates it. But yeah, he <laughs> hates it <laughs> because he says it's because people are really just applauding themselves for getting out of the house. Yeah, yeah. they're like, I paid for a fucking babysitter. I paid to get come into the city. I paid for these tickets. I paid for two. $30 six ounce glasses of wine. You better believe I'm going to tell myself I enjoyed the shit out of this show. I'm standing up, baby. I want to be part of this hurts. experience. Their butt hurts. I've been sitting for hurts. two hours. You know what? Let me just get the blood flow moving now because <laughs> I know in two minutes I have to, I'm going to walk to the bathroom. Yeah. I'm gonna there be a was line. a musical number in the middle of the show that got a standing ovation for like a fucking minute and it was completely deserved. I was wearing a mask Wow. Because of COVID. Yes. But oh, my mouth was agape. I was like, if someone looked at me and my mouth came off, my mask came off, they'd be like, this man has been mystified. Did Anyways, you well up at any point? No, because it was like, really? no, because I didn't, I didn't feel, you know what it was though? It also felt very American, this production. Not French enough. Not Australian enough. Yeah, it's a total Euro a Euro Australian production of yeah a Scottish man and an Australian woman being shot in Australia. I like <laughs> it. Just felt very. It felt very kind of Vegas bachelorette party to me. Which hey man, yeah. it's fun. And like anytime a song started, there would be like a lot of women would be like, "Wee!" <laughs> <laughs> like when they recognized show. it, it's a, it's big a time show. show. And you know, yeah. I, 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 in one way, I was like, I was like, you know what? Mulan Rouge the movie is like still ten out of ten. That has my heart. I can watch it anytime on Apple TV. And another part of me was like, you know what? They should just add in new songs every 10 years and this should just live permanently Forever. at the Cosmo in Las Vegas and just yeah, throw new should. songs in. Who fucking cares? Why it's not? Moulin Rouge. They're just dancing in sexy outfits and yeah. singing like whatever, you know, fucking Gnarls Barkley shit. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. I love it. Thank you for taking us to Boz's Baby Corner. Okay, we're uh, Big Brother. So back to Big Brother Corner. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. You know who's a big fan of drama, of intrigue, of romance? Danny. You mean me or Daniel? Yeah. See, that's the no, problem. You. I don't like when people have my name on the show. So now when we talk about no, he's when, gone. He's gone. We're never talking about him again. All right, he's gone. Uh, no, someone we both love. She's cute. She's adorable. No, she's not me. She's Jasmine. Oh. <laughs> Jasmine. 
<laughs> Jasmine was on the case, cracking the case this week. How did you feel about our our? Muffin we don't gate. have an, we don't have enough drama. We don't have enough comps. Let's put in a little bit of house guest lives. And yes, it was Muffin Gate. Uh, I want to transition that to to a couple other things, but I love it. Jasmine I is Jasmine is great. Jasmine is pretty incapable of really doing anything, which is hilarious. <laughs> it's very funny. I, okay, I'm going to be honest about my, I'm going to share embarrassing things about myself. Okay. And everyone knows this person or they are like me, this person. Me and Jasmine are very similar. I, when I was in middle school, I went to a summer camp called Junior Lifeguards, which is exactly what it sounds. They're trying to get like 13 year olds ready to be lifeguards. And I had a bunch of friends who were going and my mom was like, you're going to because Steven down the street and Brian up the street are going and your moms are all going to carpool or whatever. Right. So like you have to be there at the fucking beach at like seven in the morning and like jump into the fucking freezing cold Pacific ocean and you swim better. out 50 yards and yep. pick up a dummy and do all this shit like a hundred times a day. It sucks. They're trying to like get you prepared to like actually do the job of being. Yeah. A, this is a summer camp. This I don't know fair. why I, I hated it. But anyways, like at a certain point I was like, this really sucks. I don't want to be a lifeguard. And I would always be like, I have a really bad stomach ache today. Or like, oh, it's twisting my ankle and stuff. And that's Jasmine. Anytime anything happens, Jasmine's like, oh, my oh my ankle, the doctor. There's some ligament damage. I need to assert. Like, that's just her. And I believe she didn't shower either this week or last week when she was, she was a, a have not. not. Yeah. What? Like, she's just a t- I can't relate to that. She's I 100%. A, but it's a cold shower. No, I'm not going to take a cold shower. Um, so you can I, relate to it. Yeah, actually, I can. <laughs> so actually, more like Jasmine than I thought. I 100% relate to her. When I have a paper cut, I'm like, to my husband, I'm like, baby, can you get me some water? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is the Canadian number for 911? I'm just like helpless. I don't want to power through. I want to lie in bed. I am a baby. And so in that way, I also relate to Jasmine. I also get mad when people eat my food. Don't eat my food. I, You know what? Everyone's talking on the internet now. I take the temperature. I know what's hip, what's hot, what's happening, what's cool. And everyone now thinks that Turner is like some fucking modern folk hero. I get it. He had a great moment. He had a great HOH, great moment. He, you know... If we attribute it just to his HOH, he turned it around, even though everyone else was telling him to do it. He did the action. He turned it around. But I'm not Team Turner, okay? Everyone's like, oh, he's so great the way he terrorizes Jasmine. I'm Team Jasmine. I think he should stop messing around with a delicious baked good. How about that? I think it's funny. We're talking about, like, right now, Players, the best players still need to be quite under the radar. Jury literally just started. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about the twist that Julie revealed later, which I think is going to be problematic for some of our faves. Some it's of the audience's faves. It's problematic for me because I don't understand why do they keep they keep saying like a, a new tri- twist that will change the game. There will be two possible did she even say that or is this a no well, I read here's online? the thing though they they do the in in big brother's defense they do this on survivor too like shortly after the merge i think it happened on the most recent season of survivor or shortly after the merge you have this big merge tribe of like 14 people and they have them do two separate tribal councils and it's a double eviction so that has happened on a show that we say is good i forgot the point however However, just because Big Brother does it on their show too, just because Survivor does it doesn't mean it's okay for Big Brother to do it. They just need like a new writer for this because yeah. every time Julie says weird. something, it's like, it's the twistiest thing to ever happen. Um, <laughs> one time, can they just be like, hey guys, we have a twist. It's kind of middle of the road in terms of <laughs> historical Big Brother twists. There have been 24 seasons. They all can't be the gold medal, change the game thing. This is going to change the game for two weeks, we'll have fun. We'll like, we'll be cash about it. Yeah. 
I just want them. To, also, I just want Julie to say that, but she's never gone. They're not clear about what the twist is, so everyone online is just guessing, and I think it's because they don't even know what the twist it is. It doesn't yet. start for another week, anyways. This entire yeah, so week like, is going to we'll play out, out at the. From my understanding, this entire week is going to play out normal. At the right. end of next week, the house will be split into two separate groups of however many people left. Five people, you know, five, you know, ten people left. Yeah. Five each or whatever. Yeah. There will be two HOHs. Apparently, it also says, like, in the copy, like, they will not have contact with each other all week, which I just don't know how that's going to happen. Like, who's going to live upstairs? Is there a bathroom? Is there a kitchen? Oh, my gosh. Maybe they built a a new house. That'd be amazing. Maybe they'll fly five of them them to Toronto and bring my brother to Canada house. (laughs) Jasmine, Uh, you can bunk with me. (laughs) So there'll be two separate, like, weeks of Big Brother playing out with only five people. Yeah. Bing, bang, boom. I know. I don't see how, like, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to, I guess, like, cookies for trying something new. <laughs> I, I like it. I yeah. like it. The one thing about it, sorry, we're doing this, I like, can just complete whatever flippy right. floppy order. The one thing is, like, unfortunately, someone who people like a lot yeah. is not going to be eligible to be head of household in either of this. Like, when you're going into this, all of a sudden, your chances of going home, if it's 10 people, goes from 10% to 20%. Yeah. And that's not good for that's not good for people Someone who, are who doesn't have power to be HOH. That's not good for Michael. It's not good for uh Monty. Yeah. Like they're gonna be very easy targets. I mean, go out and win that veto, but we'll see. But I, I think. I think it's cool. I think it's interesting. I haven't seen before. I have seen it on a good show, uh, Survivor. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. We'll, we will, uh, we'll, have to we'll see. see. We'll, we'll, we'll I'm just like, it will be a bummer if like Michael and Taylor go home though. Like that'll be, that'll oh be my gosh. a huge. What will like, the season even be about? That's the thing. Muffins. I really, <laughs> we can't yet. We were, this whole done. thing started because we were talking about muffins. I know. I had a great blueberry muffin the other day. Oh, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> can I, I talk about, can okay, I yeah. bring it back to food for a second? Please do. I'm just putting, I'm just asking a question. All right. I'm just, I'm not saying that vaccines. I'm, work. This is a joke. This is a joke. This is a joke. <laughs> yeah. That was my Joe Rogan. That was a joke. Please get as many vaccines as humanly possible. Get vaccines. Yeah, get if monkey, my baby get can get pops. the vaccine, you guys get, can get the vaccine. Get all. I was joking. <laughs> I'm asking a question. Are we going to be slightly annoyed with the Lay's Taylor stuff? By, like, are they I'm just laying annoyed. it on? Are they laying it on? Okay. I tweeted this. I said, why do they have to overproduce this? This was such a funny, good, like authentic moment. And now I just know, I know for a fact that someone at the fucking Lay's chip company hopped on their iPhone and sent an SMS (laughs) to someone at fucking Paramount saying, so the person on on Paramount is on an Android. Yeah, they're on it. Okay, yeah, of okay. course they are. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> have you seen any of the shows on CBS? They're on an Android. <laughs> and they said, wow. and they said, do I smell a strategic <laughs> partnership? And and a little chip emoji, whatever the hell they have on Android. Potato. Um, it's just so clear, so overproduced. I'm like, I feel bad for Taylor. I really felt bad for her for having to like go get the fucking prop chip bag, bring it in, and she asked. I mean, I'm sure she doesn't mind. But I'm like, she's got a lot more going on, especially now, especially now that her enemy is out of the house. She's got a lot more going on. We don't have to revert back to the fucking chips because like they did it with they did it with Taylor. And they also tried to make indie happen with like the cider. Alyssa, Do you remember that part? I was no, going to talk about indie. the cider. Who stole the cider? Could it Alyssa be this clearly it. drunk woman? <laughs> <laughs> so, but they tried to make something happen with She's that. She's twerking like, we don't on need the floor. This. She's trying to ride Terrence. The wheels of the bus go round. <laughs> you go round. DJ Showtime was spinning. Um, I, I did not. I don't like the latest thing anymore. They've killed it for me. It's not Taylor's fault. It's the producer's fault. Find something else. She's got other stuff going on. Because there was a naturally amazing moment 
flashback to Sunday of like the immediate aftermath of the Nicole eviction. Daniel's yelling at Monty, you can't split 750K. First of yeah. all, Paloma would like to, would beg to differ. She can, she has <laughs> thought about it. And Remember meanwhile, that? Taylor's just standing there in the back eating the chips. <laughs> and it was great. And then it was, and then it was like, okay, twice is a pattern. Like they, it's and then they just much. blew it out. They told her, I, you know? I know they did. They did. And she's going to be. They said, if you want your money, you better bring that chip bag into the DR. She's going to be like <laughs> Zach Rance with the Fruit Loop thing like the rest of the season. Yeah. I'm proud of her. I want her to get that money from late. Like I want her I, to be but that's the thing. a she's Lays not brand any ambassador. I guarantee September. you, she's not making anything from this. They, the Lay's company, were like, we'll send a little sponsorship money over to Paramount if we, uh, you know, just get the get the new flavors in the shop when she gets her uh, next DR or whatever yeah, it yeah. is. Like, she she's not getting on. a cut. She's being used. I hate that for her. Yeah, you're right. She's just a pawn in Big Chip's whole little... I'm so glad. Plan. I'm so glad we don't have any guests today because we can just talk about food and Mulan Rouge. Stuff we care about. <laughs> okay, okay, we're just doing a full stuff we care about episode. Not even any strategy. Yeah. Terrence says in the dr. Re Daniel, we share a lot of the same experiences in entertainment. <laughs> Daniel's like an actual like off Broadway performer. Whereas let's just yeah. really hate him. He's like in the touring company of million dollar quartet and like stuff. Right. Terrence, love Terrence. DJ Showtime, our boy. Our boy. He like shows up to like a sports bar at 9 p.m. and is like, <laughs> hey, put your name in the bucket for karaoke. <laughs> the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Bart he was here with my heart will go on <laughs> DJ Showtime air horn yeah I mean I mean let's not Daniel could be the understudy for the evil villain in Moulin Rouge the Duke he could he could be the Duke's understudy in the new version the Duke is like a lot sexier in the current yeah. version which I did not like as well <laughs> yeah, no, he should not be sexy. He should be creepy. That would be like me being on a season of Celebrity Big Brother, famous celebrity podcaster Brett Raider. Uh, also, also like Bill Hader is on the on the on <laughs> Celebrity Big Brother this year, and then I in a DR, I'm saying like me and Bill have like a lot of the same experiences in entertainment. <laughs> I mean, the few times I've caught feeds where Terrence is actually talking about himself, I am like, this guy's got it figured out. He's, He's a bus driver. Himself so much right now. It's amazing. Yeah, he really <laughs> It really is. He's a bus driver, so he's got that sweet pension, baby. That union job, honey. We support it. We love unions in this house. He also owns Apple and Tesla stock. Wow. So my man's not hurting in the portfolio. The Tesla is a bit weird, though. Like, does Why? he have someone, like, with a login to the E-Trade account? Like, I can't log in if Elon goes on Twitter and is just like, sell all the stock. Like we're, I'm turning into, this is going to be a corn. Like we're going to make electric corn now. <laughs> I don't know. Like that's just something Elon would do. It Can is. you sell the stock? Let's get me out out of profit. I don't want it to crash to zero. Cause Elon was like, you know, oh, we know doing weird stuff on Twitter that day. As usual, impregnating women. Um, <laughs> in, in a weird way. Um, no, I saw him. He, he and Jasmine are like fiscally responsible. Can you believe they're that? They're adults. They're married. They are. They're married adults. If they go like, down, their wife, their husband goes down. It's so true. They need to keep their heads above. That's why they're in this game. Honey. Has adult children. They have a mortgage to pay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we got on to that. Oh, Terrence. How, how he and Daniel are like, yeah, no. But Terrence is like passionate about music. I think that's what he meant in that he and Daniel are similar. <laughs> For me, it seemed like me and Daniel are both professional entertainers. Can I And share? it's like, okay, okay yeah. one of you is a professional entertainer. The other one gets 
like drink coupons to run the karaoke machine. <laughs> yes. Can I share another fun You're fact? You're a bard. I learned? You're, well, we love you in society, but like. Of course. <laughs> Of course, in society. <laughs> we live in a society. We do, we do. What were you going to say? <laughs> Another fun fact about Daniel's entertainment career I read online is that he, and this is legit, he played Goofy at Walt Disney World. Wow. In that heat? <laughs> yeah. That's not a joke. He played Goofy. That means we probably, we probably met. At some point. I mean, I don't been, know when he was goofy. I've never been to the Magic Kingdom. Or maybe he was at, maybe it was in LA. I don't remember where it was, but it was at Disney. He played Goofy. Wow. And I've certainly met Goofy when I've been to Disney. I go, I go straight for uh, Jasmine, the mm. Aladdin we, Jasmine. Any kind of Jasmine we love. <laughs> we love it. Flower. The flower, the character, the big brother player. Other things. Yes. Turner is discussing Jasmine's snooping, her detective work. And Turner, who one week ago, two weeks ago, said that he was the youngest person in the cast, which I believe, according to math, is still true. He calls Jasmine a low-rent Columbo. <laughs> Does oh, Turner yeah. know who Columbo <laughs> is? Or is Paramount <laughs> Plus being like, yo, we got like 20 seasons of Columbo in the in Paramount Plus. We got to have people like saying Columbo. Who you can't in this even... house knows who Columbo is? And why is Turner, of all people, referencing Columbo? <laughs> so I, I clocked that too. That was crazy. Have you ever seen an episode of Columbo, Brett? I know he, he talks at you. And then you think you're safe. You think you're free from being accused of a crime. And then Columbo walks about halfway at the door. And then he turns around and he goes, one more thing. <laughs> the gun was in the... Have you seen the tweet about how like Japan... I don't know if this is like apocryphal or not. It's just one tweet. But like Japan is obsessed with Columbo. And Columbo has been running on Japanese television for like... A Japanese version with a Japanese Columbo. Has been Whoa, running for no. like decades. And no. there was a clip of like contemporary Columbo. Wow. And it's the same thing. It's like he was in a he was in some sort of conference room with a bunch of Japanese businessmen. And he's speaking Japanese. I have no idea what he's saying. But he's but he's doing it like, oh, I'm Colombo. <laughs> <laughs> and like he's talking to like the CEO of whatever. And they all feel yeah. like, oh, phew, we got we almost got away with this corporate espionage here. And then Japanese <laughs> Colombo turns around and he says it in Japanese, but he's like, one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> the princess bride <laughs> um, I have never seen an episode of it I know no it's one has. I get it confused you know it's him there's Perry Mason there's MacGyver it's just like all these guys I can't keep them straight Bull. <laughs> like, I don't know who's who but I tweeted this Kyle at one point on the feeds I didn't see this but he said he was like Big Brother is a show for old people Sure. And so that was just that was just the the Paramount Plus producers saying, let's throw our true audience a bone. The Columbo watchers. Kyle's gonna be 30. I know Kyle's old. Kyle's Let me just say older this. Older half of the cast. Kyle's fucking old. So I don't want to see any tweets. You know, we went through a phase where everyone's treating this kid, this guy like he's a kid, like he's a little golden retriever lab. He's not. He's an old. If he's a dog, he's one you're about to put down because he's old. He's going to the big farm in the sky. Kyle is. Kyle is. A, he lives in Utah. He's going to age like curdled mayonnaise. <laughs> he's going to look like Carl Rove in like 12 <laughs> years. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I've had enough. I, I think he's actually playing a pretty good game, especially because he's in between. He's got Alyssa, his showmance. Those two are making out. They are getting hot and heavy. I wouldn't are, know anything about that. Well, I've seen it. I've seen it with my own two eyes. Um, so they're loving it. But then he's got his big alliance and he's caught in between the two but i really think that he would throw her on their bus and get her evicted absolutely ASAP. i thought I don't there think was good cares. i thought there was good drama this week of like the other side of the house piecing together the leftovers and Alyssa being like oh shit that does not include me this girl, makes me Alyssa. very sad I, I, that's good television right there 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what this show's about. This show is about relationships. This show is about Pull connection. <laughs> but the thing about this cast is that, yeah, aside from Kyle and Alyssa, I don't really see a ton of and Nicole and Daniel. I'm like, I don't think these people like each other that much, actually. <laughs> so it makes it very fun to watch because none of them, you know, Michael will stab Brittany in the back. He won't think a minute of it if he if has he, to. If he can live his mermaid fantasy, then he will. <laughs> I love, can you believe they brought that back? Hey, in a callback for you. They were reading our Twitter account, I'm telling you. Or they listened to the podcast. It's not, it's you guys, it's pod. not all the realm of possibility. On my other podcast, you know what? Because spoiler universe, girl, remember? spoiler girl, prayers up, spoiler yeah. girl, not prayer, like prayers she's alive, up, she's alive. <laughs> <laughs> props, props to Rihanna, props to spoiler girl. <laughs> she's been like RTing us like a butt. She keeps like retweeting, like, "Hey, I was on this episode, and by on it, I mean I send an email to them." Let me tell you, spoiler girl is the best guest you can have on your podcast. I'll- <laughs> I'll just say that because she promotes a shit ton. She doesn't, and then she she has no attitude. (laughs) (laughs) I love her. I absolutely love her. Dr. Will, come on, big brother. Email us. (laughs) Hey, Julie, big brother at gmail.com. Just just write us an email and we will read it. And we'll say you were a guest. I like doing dramatic reenactments of what I think people sound like when they answer our questionnaire. Um, We... Okay, so we talked about Kyle. We need to talk. So Michael, okay, I guess we talked about him already. Yeah, whatever. I yeah, who cares? Sticking with the mermaid <laughs> fantasy, I have yes. another. I have another theoretical question. Okay. Does Otev suck? I'm so glad you brought this yes, up. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> because I was thinking to myself, because, you know, I watch Big Brother in the privacy of my home, where, which I share with now two other people, one of whom is my husband. So under like much like a hostage in the summer, my the husband has no choice. Columbo. <laughs> he has no choice but to watch several seasons and sometimes live feeds a Big Brother. And so he now, he is a casual. I'm a casual, but he's a real casual. But he now knows who Otev is. And he goes, oh, it's Otev. Everyone and says he, it's a classic, so it must be. Right. But as he said that, I was like, I don't know that I care about this. It's, <laughs> it's like everyone says, oh, this it's sort of like Zingbot, you know. Zingbot we at all, least roast people. We look forward to it. And we are excited when it happens, but is it actually good upon further inspection? I wouldn't say Zingbot is like seeing George Carlin, but like it is funny. Like it is funny to watch them get roasted and like see their their souls escape their eyes. I think um, Otev's big Otev thing nothing. Is- Otev is nothing. Like the only thing Otev is, is like a promise that someone is going to tear their ACL. That's what I was going to say. I think the fun of Otav is people falling down the slide. I guess so, yeah. It's just it's just like really, really long and repetitive competition. It's just not it's not engaging, engaging television. It's no, not muffin. I gate. mean, but that's that's Big Brother. <laughs> yeah. Cidergate and what and super the fucking ways. The chips. Um Chip Girl. Do you remember that TikTok of the girl who got the chip implanted in her hand to get into her house? It was like her key to the house, but it was in her hand. Oh, like an RFID thing in her in her hand? It was implanted in her hand. And that's mm. she waved her hand like a fob in front of the door and then it opened. What happened? <laughs> well, that's her whole thing. She's now known as Chip Girl. I mean, I think that's her, wow. her name on TikTok. No. And she just shows off like the latest technology. I sometimes like take breaks, like, like three month breaks from TikTok. Apologies. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's healthy. That's good. Okay. Um, Brittany, I think, is playing an okay game. You know, everyone on the leftovers is sort of like, who cares? They're all fine. They're all going to make final seven, probably, unless other than this twist that could, I guess, throw I, a wrench I in would the imagine. I would imagine next week during this, like, double whatever twist that, like, someone, someone leftovers is going to go home. Yeah. One has to. Because I, I think in that small environment... People are, you know what? I will take that shot against Michael. I will take that shot against Monty. Like, Maybe. I don't even know if the numbers are going to work out right. Like, because there are so few, there are so few non, um, non leftovers or whatever. Like, even if it's like, like they might not have many people to nominate, right? Like, it's if it's five people, one of them's Hoh. You nominate two. 
you know, you could potentially only have two people to as the renoms or even yeah. one person, I guess, if the third person. Yeah, like you could only have, you could be forced to nominate. If there's one person who's HOH, oh. sorry, I'm like doing this math out loud. I apologize. Great podcast. <laughs> if one person, player A is HOH, player B and C are nominated, player D takes down player B, then only player E can go up as the as the replacement. Like there might be scenarios where the HOH like is forced to nominate someone. I mean, it actually sounds, the more we're talking about it, I think it sounds really fun. Yeah. But how are we going to see this on feeds? Is it I don't just know. one half is always going to be on the one side of the Maybe. house and the other half always on the other? I'm yeah, just interested in like the logistics because they said that they're not going to have communication for the full week. They're going to draw a line down the middle of every no room. No talking. We're looking. Because <laughs> there's only one kitchen. There are two bathrooms, but there's only one kitchen. Yeah. So one half gets the fridge. The other half gets the oven. And I wonder. Well, if there's a fridge in the storage room, so they could half it that way. Yeah, I wonder if one side just gets upstairs and like they're like maybe they turn the have-nots room into like a legitimate bedroom, or they have that extra room up there, don't they? Which yeah, they haven't like a, done. Yeah, which is like this that has be been it. like a secret thing. Maybe they put a, a, a hot plate up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be like the office kitchen. You know? No, yeah. Do you have? Do you ha- did you have one in your work? I don't kitchen? have it. With yeah, we have a kitchenette. Microwave. We have a kitchenette. We have a that microwave. We have a we have an espresso machine. We have a sink. We have a large industrial Testing. fridge for people to eat my salad. One day someone <laughs> ate my salad at work. <laughs> That's honestly so intimate. That is intimate to steal someone's salad. Whatever. Because that's not just like mistaking a sandwich for your own. A salad, someone had to get a fork. They were like going through the leaves and the chunks of mozzarella you had in there. And they were enjoying what they knew was your salad. They were like, "Mm, this is what it's like to be Brett. Admittedly, it was like a pre-packaged store salad. It wasn't something I laid my hands onto and put in the Tupperware. Oh, it was a sweet green salad. It was like a pre, like one that you buy, like in a little like plastic case at the supermarket. But oh. I put my name on it. <laughs> All right, it's not as intimate. Still <laughs> pretty mind. intimate. <laughs> I thought it was like very single white female for someone to eat that. Um, yeah, I guess I, I don't really have much. We have to get into spoilers. Like we have to. One thing. Do you have more. Okay. Yes. Do you take responsibility for Nicole? Going on the block. I do not because I was not the HOH who put them on the block. Actually, actually, the HOH said, please don't use the veto. (laughs) (laughs) The HOH was telling you not to. There is something about like, I I know everyone absolutely hates him. And he, he was the villain. But I really, really loved the way Daniel went out. I have to say, like, I'm not so sad, I re- even though I think we need a villain in the, se- in the season. I'm not so sad that he's gone. Like, he clearly had given up and wasn't going to give us that much more entertainment in the house. But I loved his eviction speech. And I thought he did great in his um, interview with Julie. Like, she brought up all of the points that people wanted her to bring up, I thought. She talked about, like, how basically the fact that he bullied Taylor is the reason this big group exists. And I thought he was very... You know, he's a showman. He's an entertainer. So he's he knew he had to showman. laugh. And then he had to get, yeah, he is. He's the last showman. But he's the greatest showman. Oh, that's the name of the movie. <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh, I did. It's great. Um, he knew he had to, like, get serious and somber. And I don't know. I think he did a good job. I, I got I to give him snaps. Whatever. Like, for that. Yeah, man. Like, we can, like, all drag him for the rest Wait, of the time. Wait, the other. <laughs> obviously, we have to talk about Julie's look. I was going to bring that up next. Okay, good. I, I'm i telling you, I saw this and I squealed in delight. Oh, wow. I, I think she hasn't had a real hit dress like this, a, an overall look in so long. I mean, no, there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. This was an absolutely gorgeous, hot look. I want to, where's this dress from? Someone ID the dress. Can I get an ID on the dress, please? Because it's absolutely beautiful. It's like a peach, pinky peach Pretty in Peach, Princess Peach. It's a beautiful classic A-line uh, with a like uh, not sweetheart, but just like a um, 
scoop neck, sleeveless. It looked beautiful. Like that is her color. Julia looked incredible. Danielle. Yeah. It was a hot. It was it was like simple. There's no it was simple. You know, it was elegant. It was beautiful. It was casual. It was like that's the thing. When it's a hit, it's a hit. You really don't have to belabor the point. Yeah. Like you know when you knock it out of the park, and she knocked it out of the park. Yeah, great last night. Great look. Um, yeah. So I don't think that's all we need to say about that. Any any other episode things? I know we're sort of we sort of skipped over like. Michael winning veto. His mermaid fantasy <laughs> yeah, came true. Really no, we we talked about it enough. We talked. Terrence threw it. I mean, Terrence came all. close. Also, can we just say? Can I just say? Can I just tell you all? Everyone talks shit about Jasmine all the time. She actually didn't do that badly in Odev. She actually like did foot. one full round of it. <laughs> I know she beat who she she beat Brittany. Brittany's bad. <laughs> Jasmine is good. (laughs) All right. That's my little rant. Brittany better hope there's like a hypnotize a toad fucking competition. (laughs) Yeah. Brittany is funny. We we don't really talk about her much. There's not much going on with her. She's just sort of like attached at the hip with Michael, which is good. Like if you want to be attached, he's a huge threat. He's obviously takes her thoughts into consideration. Like he's a really good final two for her. But um, one thing I will say is on last night's episode, I was like, someone got a little happy with the scissors and trimmed those bangs and they went a little short. And I just, I don't know who did it. I don't know if it was Brittany. I don't know if she trusted Jasmine with it. I don't know who did it. I feel like Indy short. would volunteer herself to be like the... the bangs got botched a little bit. The cosmetologist, the in-house okay. cosmetologist. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just only hair. It grows back. Indy is, why is Indy even on this show? Indy she, just sits <laughs> in her bed all day and like. She's like, pointless. Like, she's just like angry at Taylor and angry at whoever. <laughs> she's going to fucking I win the game. I don't understand. I thought she was going to bring at least. I mean, hopefully we'll get into spoilers. Hopefully she will bring some drama this week, but we'll see. The joy and the drama. Spoilers. The joy and the drama is going to come this week. Yes. Because. Our queen conspiracy theorist stood out on that ledge of the flattest, the flat earth. Yeah. And the only person who remained is Taylor. Taylor won HOH, guys. She went from the bottom. I mean, this is now this is good TV. Oh, yeah. Paramount should be crafting like so much to go about around taylor's plot line other than fucking the chips that's what i'm saying that's why it annoys me yeah exactly no actually she was completely ostracized bullied um in a weird like kind of behind the back you know not not that much to her face other than daniel but ostracized left out she went from the bottom of the fucking barrel to seeing her enemies go out the door week after week to being on top after truly the actually most iconic comp. I think it's, I much prefer the wall to Otep. Oh yeah. So, I mean, unless they bring back pressure cooker, then like this is the, yeah. uh, this or is the, the or the one um, where they have to decide whether they're sh- they'll shave their head. <laughs> 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 that one I love. Bring that one back, please. There's go a few on. other ones. Like this, the spinny one, like this where they're on the rope and it like hits a giant hand. Like that's becoming yeah, that that's a good endurance one. Slap happy, yeah. yeah. Um, she won. I mean, she, I watched it live. I watched her win live. It was actually very quick. The whole thing took like forty minutes. I was <laughs> out. Was I was trying to watch it. I wasn't getting much service. I was kind of like yeah. I popped on for like like middle. I do think five or six people not, were left. I couldn't. I, mean, I couldn't really see what was going on. I mean, surprise, surprise. Jasmine is out first. Then oh, Brittany. Oh, she dropped Terrence. out while, while CBS was still on. <laughs> Yeah, she's like I'm but, um, out before evening news starts. Yeah, <laughs> let's throw to the syndicates. Um, Taylor, I do think that um, either because it was Taylor and Kyle towards the end. I think yeah. Joseph threw it. I think Joseph threw it. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, because he was the third last one up, and then I'm. I think Kyle actually really wanted it because I tweeted this. I think he's very horny and he wants to bone Alyssa in peace. As we all do, <laughs> like fair enough, but but he so I can't tell if he threw it or he actually lost. But she won. Good for her. She burst and it, it was very emotional. It's like 
this is the story Paramount Plus has been waiting for. I mean, this is the story. So now she's on top of the world. She's in the HOH room. She's wearing that pink fuzzy robe. She's putting up her enemies, I think. I don't think they've had the nom ceremony yet, but it's sounding like she's putting up Indy and Terrence. Yeah, Terrence hates Taylor for some reason. I don't know. He really hates her. Yeah, I mean, and they've, like all been, weird... they've all been kissing her butt for the last 18 hours. Like, this is great. Like, I want to see, I'm happy for her. This I'm happy to see want. her play. Yeah. Like, I'm happy to see her, like, make her own decisions. And honestly, make her own decisions independent of, like, bestie math and, like, all, hate, all that yeah. shit. Like, clean week, no twists. Fucking get it, girl. Get As it, girl. I mentioned earlier, like, I'm... I, that's the that's the you know double edged sword of winning HOH. Like I'm super nervous for her now because it's like great now she's not going to be HOH in a scenario where like it's going to be a five person week you know for everybody. Yeah, and it's like you know I'm, her her only hope is like anyone's only hope to like stay home is to win veto that week you know, and there'll be two veto yeah. competitions. So it's like. I feel bad for her in that respect, but I'm trying not to get too ahead of it. Like, I'm just like super stoked for her. I'm super stoked for what this means. Exactly. One of the things going on is like, it's Jasmine's birthday week. And also Jasmine is certainly a person who they're thinking, who is an opera, a person who might be targeted to go home. I wouldn't say it's like a hundred percent. I think from the things I'm reading, it's actually far from a hundred percent, but it's definitely a thing that's in the air and there's a level of comedy to it because like she's so dramatic and about Again, everything. And it would be that would be hilarious. Something I have in common with Jasmine. I also celebrate my birthday week. <laughs> and everyone <laughs> has to do everything I say <laughs> during that week. <laughs> of course, Jasmine's a fucking Leo like us. That's why we like her. Um, Michael. Yeah. Michael. Also in August. Also Leo. Right, and Michael hates Jasmine. He went on a little rant. We're in getting into late August, though. Like, yeah. how Leo are you? Right, you know exactly. Are you truly, truly? Like, if her birthday is like August eighteenth, it's like okay, technically. Yeah, but you know, maybe you're more a little of a more Virgo, Libra, Libra, or Virgo. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the right one. Because <laughs> the only sign that matters is Leo. Yeah. So who cares about the others? Um, should we? Should we get into questions? Absolutely. Okay. From Rebel Scum at Y. So a new Addy, which we love. Thank you so much. We know we have a lot of fun listeners who sometimes who may have never sent in a question. So we love getting the new ones in. Do you guys think we will get Jasmine as a nom on her birthday week as a fellow member of Team Chaos? (laughs) Am I crazy for seeing a potential fight brewing? No, you're not crazy. Um, But I don't, I really don't think she will put up Jasmine. I think it's going to be Indy and Terrence. And I think if one of them comes down, it's going to be Alyssa. Alyssa, Yeah. Because, um, I don't know, Taylor, this is why I I like Taylor and I'm rooting for her, but I really think she's just not actually good at this game because (laughs) Jasmine's coming for her. Jasmine hates her. And yet Taylor is so nice that she's like, it's her birthday week. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't, I promise. <laughs> like, if she's just a little bit too much of a nice person. So I don't think it's going to be Jasmine. But there could still be Indy on the block. Give me a break. Where she's really actually possibly a target. Oh, my God. The facial expressions enemy, are going to alone are going to be great. Yeah, she's going to be a brat. So that would be fun. From It's Matt Seal, who did a better job leaning into her shtick on live TV last night? Jasmine hobbling through the whole house to get to the couch or Taylor bringing her chips to the couch? See, this is where I have a big issue because, you know, the producers told her, Taylor, make sure you have the chips on the couch or else we're not getting that extra 40K or whatever it is that they're paying for the product placement. Um so I'm gonna say Jasmine did it better because she is still, as far as I know, injured. I'm I'm saying Jasmine. Sorry, Jasmine. Jasmine, uh, Jasmine's is like both of them are for show, but yes. Jasmine's is like rooted in a much, <laughs> a much funnier to me sense of like 
wanting to be the victim of like, oh, I can't participate in this. I'm like really hurt right now and stuff like that. Whereas like Taylor is like was clearly told that the produce that like on the outside world, the Lays thing is like, it's a hit. Mm-hmm. And it's like she's playing it up that way. Whereas like Jasmine's thing is a lot sadder, which is why I find it funnier. Yeah, I think Jasmine's thing is truly for herself, whereas Taylor's, it's like the producer's trying to perform for us. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, From It's Matt Steele, or no, sorry, from BBFan022, Aaron, there were some great goodbye messages this week. Which one was your favorite? I actually liked Kyle's. (laughs) What was his? Kyle's was like, you thought I was dumb. I'm running this shit. (laughs) It was like very August Osage County. I'm running things now. Um, Shout out to Tracy Letts. Yeah, shout out. (laughs) Star of (laughs) Deepwater. (laughs) Tracy Letts. Um, I thought his was good. I I mean, of course I liked Taylor's. I mean, how satisfying to see that. Um, and then who else? Oh, Joseph's Joseph had one too. I think here's the thing. Joseph and Kyle are also, I know I said Monty and Joseph are similar. I think Joseph and Kyle are kind of similar to me as well, where, but Kyle is doing a smart thing where he's taking full credit of the leftovers. Yeah. In every goodbye message, he goes, I created a group. Like I made this, this was all me. We'll see what happens now that we're in jury. Like, He's been doing that, but he's been doing that to a bunch of people who aren't voting, who right. a bunch of people who are going home, a yeah. bunch of people who have to like put on a mask and go to a fucking supermarket and deal with a bunch of stinky real life people. So we'll see <laughs> how they play out. Oh, we'll see what like new interesting strategies take shape in this in this part of the game. Like, okay, there's like three or four people who need to find out about leftovers and they'll be voting, but like, how are the goodbye message is going to go when it's like Turner orchestrates a flip against Monty or whatever like that, or, you know, Kyle does like, so when things like that start happening, it'll be, um, that'll be interesting to see in the goodbye messages. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. These are the goodbye messages to look out for now when, now that we're in jury, um, we have a question from another new app. So exciting. Uh, from good hair person, do you think the leftovers will turn on Michael soon as they probably should? So who's going to be the first to turn on Michael? Um, who's going to be the first? I think Joseph and Monty. Yeah. Joseph and Monty. I was going to say Kyle, but Kyle actually has been in with Michael for so long. Like they were together before the leftovers. They always had a sort of like, first of all, they look Exactly the same. Yes. And second of all, (laughs) they both had that talk. We talked about it where they were like, we're the normal people in this house. Like, we want to just be normal. Um, So they have that in common. I'm really interested to see. I'm like so interested in next week. Like, I want to see how the people are split up. Are Kyle and Alyssa going to be together? Like, if they're both, if Alyssa's still in the game, like, are they going to be together? Are they going to be split up? Like, there's reason for both of them to be both of those scenarios to be interesting are Brittany and Ty, uh, Brittany and Michael going to be split up. You know, how are these combinations going to perceive of the threat inside of a five person? I keep saying this is like 10 people. Like, I must be right. I guess. Um, yeah, I'm right. Yeah. There's 11 people currently in the house. So like, how are people going to per- perceive of the threat in there? How are people going to kind of play for, um, you know, play for the future in that scenario. And the other thing is if it's truly cut off, no interaction, the story of that week is only going to be, you know, told through, told through the generations, like, (laughs) you know, like tall tales. It's only going to be told like through oral history. Like you can kind of come up with whatever narrative you want about what happened in there and why, oh, this is why we had to vote out Michael this week. Sorry, Brittany. Yeah, it'll be so- Monty, yeah, I'm Monty, I won HOH. Sorry, I really wanted to keep Michael around, Mm -hmm. but you know, and it's like say Monty and Joseph, say it's like Monty, Joseph, like Indy, whatever, I don't know. Some like a random group of like Monty, Joseph, Indy, Michael and Terrence or whatever. And like Brittany's not in there. And it's like, oh, they just get out Michael. And it's like, oh no, he tried, you know, this. 
it'll be really fun to see because this show is already such a big game of telephone. Yeah. That that just adds the um, the cloak of invisibility of, you know, suspension of disbelief yeah. of you have to. Yeah. Who do you trust? Who do you trust? Great, great line from a song in the Batman soundtrack by Prince. Anyway. Uh, I do want to just say this one comment from Matt May 81. I feel like production is actively trying to get me to turn on Taylor with all of the overproduced Lay's clips with her. It's become more annoying than the Jasmine squeaky scooter bit. Wow. You sent this in as we were recording. I just had, so I just had to give that little comment. We have our finger on the the pulse of culture. So true. Uh, That's it for questions. And comments. Thank you all so much. Especially special shout out to all the new people who sent in questions and comments. We really appreciate it. You can always send them to us at HeyJulieBB on Twitter. HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com is our official interview receptacle. Yeah, exactly. So if you have contacts at Paramount Plus, up high up at Big Brother, and they or Baz Lerman. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Send Send them our way. Thank you all so much for listening. We will be back next week. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.